Hello friends, I'm Vance Rains, Senior Pastor of First Church Coral Springs. Welcome to our podcast. I hope this is a source of inspiration and faith as you grow in your walk with Christ. Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoy the message. So today is Ash Wednesday, the first day of the 40-day season of Lent, which culminates of course, with Good Friday, the commemoration of Jesus' death on the cross for our sin and our salvation. And then, of course, Holy Saturday when he was um, lying dead uh, in a sealed tomb. During these days of Lent, we reflect on Jesus' last 40 days of his life as he said to the disciples that he must go to Jerusalem where he would suffer many things, be betrayed, handed over to the chief priests, and where he would be crucified. We reflect on why that was necessary. The purpose of Lent and Ash Wednesday is to force us to face the reality of who and what we are. Dust. Ash. I'll be using those words interchangeably, dust and ash, because basically they're the same thing, just minerals with no life in them. Scientists tell us that once a body dies and begins to decay, once the worms and bugs have done their work and all that's left is just the the minerals that are used to compose our body, all you have is a pile of dust. They've placed a, a value on the minerals that are in your body and mine. You'll be pleased to know that you're worth just a little less than $5. Now, I know your life insurance probably is better than that. I know we could all talk about organ donation. But just if we just talk about the, the, the minerals that compose our body, there just isn't a whole lot of value there. Meaning the value of our lives is our lives. It's not in our physical body. It's not, it's not in this that I have value. It's in the life that is within me, that gives me the ability to to relate, to love, to serve, to know and be known, to worship. That's what we were made for. We were made to be more than just dust, but we are dust. We were made from dust and ash. But God intends so much more. You know the story of creation. God knelt down into the earth that he created and he gathered up dust into his hands and he started forming the first human. We call him Adam. And he was fully formed. But he wasn't alive. Until God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and then Adam became the first living being. And God had purpose for Adam. God God placed Adam in the Garden of Eden. God, God intended to live in close proximity to this new human he had made. And he gave him a special gift. 
the tree of life. And as long as he ate from the tree of life, Adam would live forever. That was our destiny, to live in close proximity to God forever, to be fully alive. Remember, Jesus said that, I have come to give you life in all of its fullness. That has always been God's desire for us to live. But there was another tree in the garden as well, the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And God said to Adam, you may eat from any tree in the garden, the tree of life, the banana tree, the apple tree, the pear tree, any tree in the garden, but do not eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. For on the day that you eat it, what? You will die. And so just like us, what did he do? He ate it. And so when we come to the third chapter of Genesis, when God finds out what Adam and Eve have done, it says, cursed is the ground because of you, the ground from which he was made. Through painful toil, you will eat from it all the days of your life. It will produce thorns and thistles for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your brow, you will eat your food until you return to the ground, since from it you were taken For dust you are, and dust you will return. And so on that day, Adam became much less than he was supposed to be. He became mortal. Though he didn't die in that moment, death became his destiny, his life, his existence became fragile. He lived under the shadow of knowing that one day he would return to the dust from which he was made. This is why Paul says the wages of sin is death. Really, that's what we're talking about today. Ash Wednesday is a reminder of our death, but not just our physical death that we will all face, but also our spiritual death. One definition of sin is is anything that separates us from God. Oftentimes I think when we think of the story of Adam and Eve and their disobedience, we think the point is the disobedience. Yes, that's important. But the point really of the story is the devastating effect of sin. That it was their sin that distanced them from the source of their life. Sin separates us from God, the God that made us, the God that breathed life into us, the God whose desire is for us to live eternally and abundantly. Sin separates us from that. By eating the fruit from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, Adam and Eve were acting as though they didn't need God. Yes, they disobeyed, but eating the fruit was just the, 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 the bad decision they made. Why they ate the fruit is what matters. Adam and Eve forgot that without God, they were just dust. They thought that if they ate from the tree of knowledge of good and evil, they could be like God. 
Dust can't be like God. The closest we can ever come to being like God is to be with God, to be obedient to God, to share life with God. We can't be like God if we are apart from God. And it's not just Adam and Eve, is it? We all do this. We all live our lives as though we are God. Anne Lamott writes, what's the difference between you and God? God never thinks he's you. (laughs) If you're anything like me, every day I function as though my life is just a given. Of course I woke up this morning. Of course I'm going to wake up tomorrow. Of course today will go just fine. I act every day as though my life is mine. But it's not. My life is a gift. Your life is a gift. The breath of God within you and me isn't mine. It's the spirit of God. It belongs to God. And the more that I forget that, the more that I disrespect that, the more that I live as though that basic truth isn't true, the farther I grow from God. And the closer I return to the dust and ash that I am, And so God said to the prophet Jeremiah, go down to the potter's house. And he went down to the potter's house and he watched what the potter was doing as he worked his pottery wheel. And on the pottery wheel, there was clay. And clay is basically dirt and water, dust. And he watched him forming something, a bowl perhaps, and and he's shaping it, he's shaping it, and the potter is deciding what that dirt, what that mud, what that clay will be. The clay isn't telling the the potter what it'll be. He's not telling the potter, make me into a bowl, make me into a pitcher, make me into a plate. The potter decides. And as long as that clay remains in the potter's hands, the potter can shape it and shape it and mold it. And and when it's not working right, he can start over and he can recreate it, recreate it. But as soon as that clay removes itself from the potter's hands, what happens? It just hardens. And we know that. I mean, that's what potters do. They make bowls, they make pitchers and so forth. But what happens when that pitcher gets dropped? The point to Jeremiah was stay in the potter's hand. Don't tell the potter what to do. Because you're not the potter. You're the clay. That's who you and I are meant to be. Clay in the hands of the potter. When we forget that, we just become a cracked pot. Broken. Ultimately to return to the ground and dust. And so then we turn to the New Testament. The Apostle Paul talks about the Christian life in these terms. He says there is a great treasure that's been given to us. And that you and I hold that treasure like earthen vessels. The treasure, of course, is God. You and I are the pots. We hold 
a precious treasure. That's the purpose. That was the purpose of Adam, to be breathed into the breath of life. He wasn't the precious treasure. He was a container to hold the precious treasure. That's who you and I are, containers of the presence of God in this world. But our containers are fragile. They're easily cracked, easily broken. At some point, for all of us, this life will end. We know that. At some point, our bodies will be laid to rest somewhere and they will decompose. Eventually, depending on the condition, your, your body will fully return to the earth as the dust from which it was made. Of course, as Christians, we believe in the, the power of the cross and resurrection to overcome death. We believe God will raise those ashes into new and eternal life. But today's not Easter Sunday. Today's Ash Wednesday. And before we just skip all the way ahead, let's just stay with Ash Wednesday. Someday we'll decompose and return to ash. But the truth is there are many in this world who aren't far from dust and ash now long before their final day whether death awaits us this afternoon or tomorrow or decades from now there are some who are living in this life a spiritual death because they have distanced themselves from God they've separated themselves from the source of life They've sinned. They act as though their life is their own. They're not dependent upon God, their source. The point of Ash Wednesday and Lent is to remind us where our life comes from. To remind us of the source. To honor it. And to return to it. In ancient times, the practice was on the day before Ash Wednesday, a day called Shrove Tuesday, or, or some call it Fat Tuesday, to go to your priest and to make a very thorough confession. Your priest would then write down a list of things that you should work on during Lent. He would shrive them, scribe them, thus the word Shrove Tuesday, if you ever wondered. And during Lent, those would be the things you would focus on, things you would stop doing, things that you should start doing, because these things that you confessed are the things that are separating you from your God. Have you ever heard of somebody saying they're giving something up for Lent? It's not a gimmick. It's not just a tradition. The idea is that there are things in every one of our lives that separate us from God. It says 1 John 4, anyone who claims they are without sin is a, a liar. So I just wonder what's on your list. What would the priest have written down on your list? What's the, what's the stuff in your life that's causing you to be separate from God, that's, that's distanced you from the one who gave you life? What is the stuff in your life that is making you a little dusty? A little ashy. 
in a moment, will place a sign of the cross on your forehead in ash. It's a reminder of our mortality, but more than that, it's a reminder of our dependence. You and I were made to depend on God. Do you? Do you? Lent is a time to reflect on that question. Let us pray. And so God, we thank you for our lives, the gift of life, a gift we so often take for granted. Lord, we come and we confess all of the ways that we separate ourselves from you over and over every day the ways we pretend we are you, we attempt to be you, the ways we pretend to be the potter and not the clay, ways we think we're the treasure and not the vessel. So remind us today that we're dust. Remind us that we're dust. But with you, we are jars of clay holding a precious treasure. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for listening to our podcast. For more information about First Church and our ministries, visit us online at welovefirst.church.